Okay, very, very excited about this. Welcome back, y'all, to this Telluride Blues and Brews series of Person of Interest with me, Natalie Jones. So here's the deal. I got to go to the Blues and Brews Festival, and I got to interview some amazing artists when I was there. And I'll be real honest with you, I didn't know who any of these people were before I went to the festival. And it kind of all happened organically. I would get a text mid-fest like, hey, go to this tent over here and interview this guy. And in a, and in a hustle, I'd be like, all right, I got to figure out who it is, what I'm going to ask. And that just added to the fun, into the random intensity and really great organic conversations that um, you're about to hear. So first, we're going with Mitch Woods. Mitch Woods is a like he's a legendary blues rockabilly. We'll call it or he's more of a rock a blues rock a boogie actually is what he calls it rock a boogie piano player. He's been doing this for since as long as long before I was born pretty much and um, I interviewed him in the side room of a hockey rink that had been turned into a quote-unquote green room and all of these interviews were done on my phone and they were wonderful mitch woods has a very charismatic smile and we had a blast while we were talking i love it at the end he's like let's go listen to your music girl like this was great but we'll see you later so please enjoy mitch woods and you can get this and so much more information at telluridebluesandbrews.com and also mitchwoods.com enjoy Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. I'm going to get really close. Okay, is that okay? okay? I don't know how, if you want to wear your mask or I want to make you feel uncomfortable. It's for me to talk. With it on? Wait. Yeah. Okay. So, Mitch, tell me your time in, in Telluride right now. Actually, no, I don't even want to talk about that. I want to know about you. When you were younger, have you always been a musician, like in your heart? When did you start playing? Uh, yeah, well, I started when I was about 11, mm-hmm. and uh, I heard... Well, it's an interesting story. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Really? Yeah. Before it was before Williamstown. Before it was, before it was cool. <laughs> it, yeah. it was not cool then, <laughs> but it was a good place to grow up. And at that time, and um, my mom was a single mom, and and she used to hire the superintendent of the building, who was um, African American, mm-hmm. and to take me to school, to drive me to school, like first and second grade. And we stopped off at his cousin's house or something, and I heard somebody playing boogie piano in there. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I want to do that. The boogie so, piano yeah, got you. That's yeah. what got me. So uh, fortunately, my mom remarried my stepdad, mm-hmm. and he went out and got me got us a piano. Nice. And, yeah, so I started on that. I took classical for about three years. Yeah. Then I got bored with that. <laughs> My father said, well, we got a piano, now you have to play. So mm-hmm. uh, I said, how about if I get a teacher who will teach me jazz and popular music and everything? So I found a really great teacher, kind of a bebop jazz mm-hmm. guy, and he taught me, like, the essentials of uh, scales and chords and improvising. Nice. Yeah. And so so piano is where you started, and then so where did it go from there? Like, so... Is that your favorite uh, instrument to play now? It's my only instrument that I play now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, growing up in Brooklyn, are you an um, an only child, or do you have siblings? I have a brother, an older brother. Is he a musician as well? No, I was the only musician in the family. Really? Yeah, nobody else really does anything like that. So. Really? So growing up in so, um, growing up in Brooklyn, and then being a musician, so like. I picture, I'm from Ohio, so I picture, like, dreams that I've seen, you know, like, on TV or whatnot of everyone 
playing music and it's like a big Duke joint all the time. Was it anything like that for you growing up? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we started bands when I was like 14 and 15. And we, you know, we'd, we'd play like in the village and Greenwich Village yeah. and play little clubs. And um, then I wound up going to school up in, in Buffalo, Buffalo, University of Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started going around and jamming and playing with other musicians. Mm. And people would say, oh, you sound like the old boogie-woogie guys, you know. And I said, who's that? And they'd give me these names. Albert Ammons, Pete Johnson, uh, Mead Lux Lewis. These are some great boogie-woogie players from the 30s and 40s. Yeah. So I got all the records I could find, and I'd play them over and over again. And, you know, and I'd learn all the riffs. And you know, I continued on that road, you know, as I heard a lot of the great old musicians. And I... Then as I went along, I'd get to meet them or the ones who were still alive ah, and stuff. so yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, what, hold on. So, <laughs> how was it meeting your, like, how was it meeting your legends that you looked up to for so long? Uh, it was wonderful. I mean, as, as a matter of fact, it was funny. Today, I played here at the blues stage. Mm. And there's pictures of some of the iconic blues men on the wall. And I kept looking up and I'd see a picture of Charles Brown smiling. And, and mm. Charles was a great uh, piano player, blues, blues, very famous. He wrote Merry Christmas Baby and all this stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I knew him. We were friends. So it just made me feel so good. I'm like playing and Charles is looking at me, you know. So it was, That's awesome. It was a really great feeling. Do you, do you remember the first time you got paid to play music? Hmm. Uh, yeah, we used to have this band, well, <laughs> uh, we had a band called The Sound Factory, mm -hmm. and uh, we'd play in the village, this place called the Cafe Bazaar, mm -hmm. and it was like a haunted place, you know, and they would, the lights would go out and all this crazy shit, mm -hmm. stuff, <laughs> and uh, the deal was, every time the cops would uh, they didn't have a, a music license or something. So mm -hmm. the cops would come in, they'd, they'd cut off all the electricity mm -hmm. and we'd be in the middle of their stock. <laughs> I think we made $25. And, <laughs> that counts. <laughs> yeah. And all the salami sandwiches we could eat. That was the, oh. that was the deal. Well, beautiful salami sandwiches. That is good meeting in New York. When did you make your way out to San Francisco? And what, what brought you out there? Uh, I moved out in 71 and... Uh, uh, well, came out a few times with the hippie, you know, in a VW van. We drove yes, across country. And a matter of fact, right yeah, stopped in Boulder. And, and I was like, wow, this is pretty incredible, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get to tell you right. But um, so then it came back again. And my brother uh, started working for Bill Graham, who, the producer. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, you got to come out here. There's all this music in <clears throat> San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot. It was past the summer of love and all that but just a little bit so when was this what year well like 71 is when i moved out oh great i mean yeah. that's still <laughs> still in my mind summer of love back in the day i must say i'm a little envious i feel like i was born in a different time i feel like like my heart and soul all was right. born in california in the 70s i'm jealous Gosh. It, well it was it was a great time i, I mean i kind of missed 
some of that, but there was still a lot of music going on. Yeah. And we were having our own summer of love wherever we were anyway. Did you spend a lot of time on, um, what are like the parks? What's like the main park in San Francisco? Did you like spend time playing music there? Oh, Golden Gate Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, No. I've only been there once, so. uh, I've jammed there. I jammed with uh, Mike Bloomfield was, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the blues, great blues Chicago guys moved out to San Francisco yeah. back in the 60s. So uh, Mike Bloomfield, Nick Ravenides, uh, Paul, well, I don't know Paul Butterfield, but a lot of those guys, Mark Naftalin. Awesome. Um, so have you always played music professionally and that's how you supported your life and your family? I see you're married, you have kids? Yes, that's all I've done as I support, you know. I mean, that's, that's a dream <laughs> life, it seems like, yeah. Yeah, and I, I have one daughter, now I've got two granddaughters. Well, congratulations. Thank what are you. their names? Uh, Layla and uh, Faye. Faye Tilda. Oh, Faye Tilda is her <laughs> Faye name? Tilda, yeah. Wow. Do they all live in San Francisco as well? <laughs> no. Unfortunately, they're in, in Philly. Uh, uh, you know what? I am. Um, have you ever spent... I've only really spent time in San Francisco like once. We were there for like a week, such. We were driving around. You were like this. We were driving around, me and my ex-boyfriend, in a... From Telluride. And I was living in Telluride. And we drove around in a VW, 1963 VW Bug for three months. (laughs) And we ended up in San Francisco. And then somebody told us to go to Bolinas Beach. Oh. And let me tell you, it's the best place on earth. That's, well, I live in Marin, so. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Super rad. What's so great about it is we were there. And we didn't have a place to stay or anything. It was one hotel. I think it was was closed by the time we got there or something. And uh, so we just... Late, we just like slept in somebody's front yard on a cliff somewhere, and like nobody cared, and everything nice. was fine. And we just slept under the stars, out like in our in our sleeping bags. So was, you you relived the hippie thing. You, oh know, you got God. to do it. You got to do it a little bit, a little bit. I wish it was life all the time. Yeah, you know, back then it was like when we came out, we. Well, actually, the, the van broke down in Kansas, so we had a we started hitchhiking. Oh, nice! <laughs> okay, tell me, do you have like a crazy hitchhiking story? Did the people who picked you up were they like good well, or bad? You no. Obviously, you made it out alive. Well, actually, what happened was <laughs> we were in Boulder, and then uh, I got to as far as Boulder, and my two friends got on a plane to San Francisco. They were mm-hmm. going to get on a plane, and I got by the freeway, and I got arrested for hitchhiking. <laughs> <laughs> You so, might be the only person I've ever met who's gotten arrested hitchhiking. Well, you know, then I, they gave me the ticket or whatever, and I called my friends. I said, when's that plane leaving? And so we did fly to San Francisco, at least. Wait, well, who, got, who, who bailed you out of jail? I didn't have to go to jail. I was supposed to. I'm still probably have a warrant out you know, from, ah. what, 50 years ago. Renegade. You're, you're on, what's it called? You're on the, on the lamb? You're on the I'm lamb? I'm on the lamb. Boogie woogie on the lamb. Boogie boogie man on the lamb. That could be a song. That really could be a song. Yeah. And so, um, and so you, do you play mostly around California now? Do you travel often? Well, I, I tour all over the world, actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. What are some of your favorite places you played? Uh, well, I played all over Europe mm-hmm. and um, Turkey. We did a, I've got a live album live in Istanbul. We did a great tour of Turkey. Wow, how was that? Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Been. It was us and Kenny Neal Band. Uh, okay. Um, and we toured for six weeks through Turkey, and that was great. Oh, that sounds such but, a good Yeah, I've been to Hong Kong, Australia. 
So when Wally. if when you um when you met has your wife traveled with you and done and like traveled with you while you've been playing music? Occasionally she'll come, you know, if I have like a good gig where we're, I'm going to be there for a week or two. Mm-hmm. So like we we were in Italy. The, How's that? It sounds like a pretty dreamy life. I'm just, think, I'm just thinking like, yeah, it's, you guys get to travel around and play music in these beautiful places. Yeah, I go to, you know, I kind of, as I got older, I found a lot of good places to go and that's where I want to go. Yeah. Like Telluride, you yeah. know. So, you know, I'm coming so, back here every year. What are like some of your favorite places you like to go back to now? Well, I love Italy and, uh, and Greece, mm-hmm. um, any of the France, Spain. All the Mediterranean. Do you ever go back to Brooklyn and play anything in New York? Uh, I play in New York, in Manhattan. Um, There's a club called Swing 46, Mm -hmm. and it's a swing dance club. Mm -hmm. And it's it's great. It's on 46th Street and 9th Avenue. And and then do some other gigs around. But I haven't played Brooklyn. Well, I did play Brooklyn. I take it back. I did a couple of gigs in Brooklyn at... um, it was kind of an outdoor festival. I can't remember yeah. what, but yeah. So do you have new music coming out now? Uh, well, my last album was called A Tip of the Hat to Fats, mm-hmm. and it's a bit of a tribute to Fats Domino. Mm-hmm. Um, we played the New Orleans Jazz Fest in 2018 and recorded it, and um, Fats had just died, so we did a bit of a tribute. It was great with my all-star musicians all from New Orleans. Oh, great. You guys who played with Alan Toussaint and... Uh, uh, and Fats Domino and, and John and uh, Dr. John. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have another album I'm going to re- be releasing. I released this in 2017 called Friends Along the Way. Mm-hmm. And I did duets, and duets and trios with uh, a lot of the greats, my contemporaries, including Van Morrison, Taj Mahal, wow. <laughs> uh, Charlie Musselwhite, Elvin Bishop, Marsha Ball, Ruthie Foster, uh, oh, Kenny Neal, Maria well, Moldo. You're great. You're on that ballot. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to release, re-release it as a deluxe edition this year because I have so cool. five, yeah, I have five more cuts that I didn't release. So I want to put it out. It didn't, didn't get enough publicity the first time. So we're going to push it out again bad so have you yeah. seen Taj Mahal Taj at all since you've been in Telluride I called him and you know uh, I actually was playing last night so I couldn't come down I was doing a little gig at the Madeline mm-hmm. and then it started raining you know so uh... the rain was intense <laughs> we all got real wet That's what real I'm wet sorry. I think my I think my coat is still wet from last night <laughs> for sure um, yeah I just didn't want to deal with all that so but we talk all the time and uh if he's still around, I'm hoping we're going to get together. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be nice to meet up, um, you know, with your artist friends, like working and just enjoying time here. Does that happen often when you're on the road and you get to meet up with your friends who are playing at the same time or whatnot? It doesn't have. It happens when you're at festivals because then you get a lot of groups coming yeah. at once. And uh, the Blues Cruise is the great one for that. Ah. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm always curious. So do you like playing, be honest, or... Or agree to play the fifth. Do you like playing festivals or um, private venues better? I like no. I like festivals. Really? Yeah. Because people come there for one reason. It's to come and hear music and and have a great time. Whereas a club, it depends on the club. You know, some clubs people just come to drink or eat, and um, 
you know, they may not be totally paying attention to the music, you know, mm -hmm. but here, you know, festivals are, that's what it's about. Oh, we're happy to have you. Yeah, thank you. So what are you, I love asking this question to anyone, but especially <laughs> artists. So what are your goals for the rest of 2021? Well, to keep working because uh, I just started working, you know. So, I mean, not to go down a... a no, I know. Yeah. How was it? Are you, you happy to be back out and about? I am really happy to be back out. This is my first month of real work uh, in a year and a half, so... Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. I would say this festival is the first one that I've been to, or even first, like, gathering. Yeah. just is, like, normal, you know? I, I know. It's a great feeling, and... Um, you know, I just hope it continues and, and people do what they need to do to keep us all safe. Mm -hmm. I don't have to preach, but, you know, vaccinate, don't hesitate. Yeah, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> Here, Lord, preach, 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 preach. Yeah, yeah. So we got an album coming. Yeah. Yeah. I also recorded uh, another album in the middle of the pandemic. Um, there's a great studio. It's called Greaseland Studios in mm. San Jose. And Greaseland? Greaseland, not okay. Graceland, yeah. Greaseland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Greaseland. <laughs> and Kid Anderson, he's a great guitarist. He plays with um, Rick Estrin and the Nightcats. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know them. but um, And we've played together many times. He's a great guitarist, but he also has a great studio. Very funky. The piano's in the kitchen, and uh, cool. <laughs> but he gets good sounds out of there. <laughs> so we recorded, I recorded a whole album. So I'll put that out next as well. Oh, nice! Uh, on there, yeah. But looking forward to it, please. Yeah, and all my info is on MitchWoods dot com. Good. Okay. So, Hold on. Do you ever come through Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio? You know, I played the Cincy Blues Festival. Yeah. Yeah, they do the piano arches stage. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Never well, they do a whole boogie woogie program. Um, they bring in all the boogie woogie piano players from around the world. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's part of that Cincy Blues Festival. So nice. I did that, when was the last time? It was maybe about four years ago, I guess. Nice. Well, next time you're in town, please hit me up. I'd love to hang out. Okay. I'd love to see it. It'd be so great. Yeah. Like, Cincinnati, we don't have. Um, like like a house of blues, you know, like Cleveland does and Chicago or whatever, you know. But we do have great venues. I feel like I feel like we're like a hidden gem, an unsung hero in the Midwest. Yeah. And next time, and it's also a very accessible place. So next time you come through, please hit me up. I and will. thank you so much, Smish, for spending some time. Thank you. This is Appreciate wonderful. It. Appreciate it. I don't want to I don't want to steal you for too long. Well, I want to go hear more music. <laughs>